Welcome to the family with Hackmaster Ralph Basham, MD. Co-host Catherine Brandt. Andy Brant Bernard. The paranormalist Dave Schrader. We got to get paranormally in mm-hmm. the second hour. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking Mother's Day, and then we're going to be talking paranormal. I like it. Or are we talking paranormal mothers? Mm. Or are we talking? What do you think? Paranormal mix it all up. Yeah, I like it. Zoe Yeoman is the person's name. Zoe Yeoman. Ah, uh, uh, see, look at this. How nice is this? Mother's Day etiquette. Mm-hmm. Here it comes, Catherine. There's etiquette? Mother. <laughs> I never heard of it. Prepare to be offended by what your children have been messing up yeah, for the last 30 I years, Catherine. Uh-huh. It works for me. Zoe Yeoman, our special guest, going to talk on Mother's Day etiquette up next with the family. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the Walzer world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finished number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J-Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Well, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales, leaders go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there, in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Hey, folks, it's Brian Zepp, and spring is finally here. If you're like me, you're seriously ready for some wind therapy. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, Metric Cruiser, or Sport Bike, you'll find what you need at DennisKirk.com. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets, too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Zoe, ready to go? The phone is ringing as we speak. Telephone is ringing. Telephone is ringing. In fact, I think she just answered. You should get independent bands to send in their music for you. Yeah, we should. Yeah, Yeah. we, uh, we have a little bit of it. We have, well, yeah, your guy. Yeah. Rick Lindy. Yeah. And then we got, uh, yeah, Doug. But there's a lot of great independent bands out there creating new music yeah. that don't get heard. I hear Zoe Yeoman. That's who I hear. Zoe, how are you? <laughs> I am well, and I am with you, so thank you. Oh, how are things there? Marvelous. Good to have you. Now, Zoe, I'm assuming you have a sense of humor, because I want to do the introduction, but you have to have a sense of humor. Let her rip. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, our special guest, Zoe Yeoman, Mother's Day Etiquette. What do you know about etiquette? Thank you very much. Great to be here. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, Mother's Day is coming, and what would be the best gift of all? Use those manners she taught you to use and give her thanks. Yeah, you know what, though? My mother's long gone, but I'm married to a wonderful woman, and I don't I pretty much thank you every day for being married to me. Mm. <laughs> Listen to that. Zoe. Every day? She's double pumping on me. 
Don't I tell you? Okay, at least three times. All right, I'll agree with everything you say, just to move it along. (laughs) She's bored. Okay, Zoe, please meet Catherine. She's too mean to me to talk right now. So, Zoe, Catherine, you're up. Catherine, I I understand. You know, we tell our husbands all the time, thank you for taking out the trash. Like, I actually thank my husband for taking out the trash. You know, (laughs) thank you for taking care of the yard, this, that, or the other thing. So, I'm sure that he gives you... Your your due props yeah. from yeah. time to time. I'm pretty yeah. sure we're That's even, done. Stephen, on the whole thing. That's <laughs> yeah. You know, I love that, Zoe, by the way. I turn you over to my wife, and the first thing you do is bring up two things I've never done. <laughs> <laughs> Mow the lawn or bring out the trash. Thanks a lot, Zoe. I'm Catherine, doing... Catherine, Catherine, do we need to have a talk? Yes. <laughs> Text yeah, me exactly your number. Right. <laughs> Text me your number. You know, etiquette is an interesting thing right now, Zoe, because people, I, uh, you know, I'm 70 years old, so when I walk by somebody in the street and they look at me, I say hello or nice day or whatever. Uh, Etiquette right now is a disaster in the street. Now, I know you're going to be talking about Mother's Day etiquette, which is a good thing. But people literally, there was a kid today. I was walking down the hall here in the building, and he opened the door and almost hit me with the door. Then he came walking out, looked at me, and just kept going. He didn't say, excuse me, didn't say good morning, didn't say whatever. Almost hit me with the door and then wouldn't make eye contact with me after about uh, a nanosecond. There is no etiquette left in this world, Zoe. What happened? So, Tom, you are a genius. Oh, thank you. But I have, I have to one-up you. Okay. The, 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 the reason I started this business so 15 years ago, originally was for exactly the reason that you just said. Except oh. I was in a sub I was in a subway sandwich shop. My my friend and I were standing behind this young man who was ordering. He never said please, he never said thank you, right. he never said put the he ugh. everything was grunt, grunt, grunt. And when <laughs> we walked out, we <laughs> I'm not kidding. We looked at each other and we were like, that young man is probably getting ready to go to college. Yeah. Oh my God! And that's when, and that is when, and why I started my business. That was the impetus. Zoe, I think it's a a great bit of news because everything is about. I I don't. Why did we get so rude? Why don't we look? I understand people are very mean right now. They've got a hell of an edge to them, and it's almost always political. You know, uh, look, I'm not a Republican and I'm not a Democrat. I'm pretty much a centrist. So no matter what you say about politics, I'll go, oh, okay, well, that's what you think. Good for you. I mean, I'm not going to tell people what to think. But now if you don't do what, if you don't think the way they do, they try to destroy your life. So that's part, you know, part of etiquette is to not destroy someone's life, isn't it, Zoe? (laughs) A hundred percent. Or to do it politely. Uh, or, yeah. And, yeah. It's inappropriate. It's so inappropriate to to cancel, to, you know, ruin, literally ruin someone's life. I mean, yeah. I, I, yep. I'll tell you, I got bullied online the other day. Oh, and I could have taken that. I could have taken that message. He, he didn't have the, the courage to do it. I was going to say something else because I was really angry. You can say balls. It's fine. Do it. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. For me, um, there you go. Um, he, he didn't have the the courage to put it in the thread. He went to Messenger and sent it to me on Messenger. Oh God! And I said to him, I said, "Bully," I said, "You're this is exactly the kind of behavior that you claim to despise. You're nothing but a bully." And thank you for putting it in writing. But on the other side, he was showing courtesy. By not putting it in public and creating a stir on your post. See, that's what people don't know now is what is the proper etiquette for online? Bullying. I'd rather yeah. somebody sends me a private oh, message oh, instead oh, of blowing yeah. up my social media with it. I guess I guess then we have a difference of opinion because I tried to <laughs> have a conversation with him. Right. And he shut the door on me. Yeah. Oh, well, then we don't have anything else to talk about. I'm like, well, but right. educate me. Tell me why I'm wrong. Help me. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely asking. And, and people don't necessarily have the intelligence or the ability to communicate verbally them, you know, or in, in typing, right, to, to, to verbalize what it is they're trying to say. So instead, they just slam the door on you and go away and then bully you behind 
closed doors. Uh-huh. See, now, Zoe, you proved yeah. you're the person we should talk to about etiquette because you basically just told Dave to get lost without <laughs> using those words. I thought it was wonderful. I was politely put aside. <laughs> I am the ultimate diplomat. You are the ultimate diplomat. Mother's Day etiquette. What, what's the etiquette all about on Mother's Day? You know what? You need. Do you know her favorite flower? I do. Do you yes. know her favorite? Do you know her favorite color? Mm-hmm. Do you know what shops? What dress store? You know, shops no, I got you like no shop there. From, uh, right? I got I no mean, shop there. So, I don't want him to there's know. There's so many ways. <laughs> like, don't go to her house and expect her to cook. Maybe, like, you know, do just. And you know what? Really, I think. I think spending time with them is the thing that they really love the most. Not aggravating them. (laughs) (laughs) Catherine like more her time. There you go. Don't aggravate them, but be with them. That's good. I I noticed Father's Day, it's like, what a Father's Day. They run off, they go golfing, they go, the fishing opener is on Mother's Day. It's always like, uh, guys guys are always fleeing the family when they have an opportunity. (laughs) Maybe mothers should take take a, uh, a page out of that book. They should go get their hair done, nails done massage, do spa stuff, you know, what's wrong with that? Yeah, yeah, you, 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 Nothing wrong with that. No. And That's don't all. forget, there are a lot of moms who love to go to the bingo, who love to go to casino. <laughs> they love to do stuff like that. Like, and, they, so. and they also like to play golf. They yes. like to play tennis and do all those same things yep. that men fish a lot. So <laughs> yep. be away. Just go do, do have some fun things. And some really like yeah. the Chippendales. <laughs> So get them a roll of dollars. <laughs> oh, I know. Those men dance. They move and they dance. They, they do a great job. Oh, yeah. We call we, we call that a fat stack. You want to give them a the fat, fat stack. stack. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, now you're showing where you've lived, uh, by the way. I, I should mention. Zoe well, transmitted I am, from. I, I am the OG etiquette expert, remember. Yes, oh, you are absolutely the OG. But you've lived in Los Angeles, Manhattan, Washington, D.C., Phoenix. I mean, my God, you've been all over the United States. What, is she on the run from the law? Yeah, what the hell, Zoe? <laughs> I've never been arrested. You know, she's staying ahead of the curve. Staying ahead of the cops. <laughs> not, I'm not doing something illegal. She's just staying ahead. I love it. I love yeah. it. Frankfurt. You know, Frankfurt. Yes, I have lived all over. I had a. I was a military kid, and uh, oh, my dad sure. was a big guy about getting off the base. So we did not sit and stay on the base. We were going to Strasbourg for dinner. We were going up the island on Okinawa and sitting down at actual actual Japanese Kobe steak beef. And this Ooh. is when I was, you know, in fourth or fifth grade. So we did all kinds. My dad was just the coolest. He was. That's a wonderful story. You're all over the world. But mm-hmm. now I got to believe a Kobe steak in Japan's a little spendy, isn't it? Oh, well. It was like it was just like three years. I just told you I was like in fourth or fifth grade. So back, so back then, so back then, no, it wasn't that spendy. It was almost twelve bucks for a steak back then, Tom. Hey, I tell you, I was just telling a story. I took a car that I have in for service. Holy God, have prices gone up? I mean, this is service, not a not. I'm not new tires, nothing like that. I talk, took it in for service. It was extensive service, but it was service. $10,000. Hmm. I was like, get what? That's what happens when you drive Lamborghinis. No, I, I don't say. have a Lamborghini. It's a lot <laughs> specialty Pope Mobile Lamborghini. <laughs> yeah, the Pope Mobile with the mafia guys on yeah. every corner. That's right. A buddy of mine got, got a new car, I won't, and he uh, had a little problem. He cracked the windshield. Oh, yeah. $20,000 to replace it. That's what I'm saying. What is the windshield just, made of gold leaf? It was a peculiarly rare car. Yeah. I mean, it was, a, it was a brand new kind of car. And it was just, yep, 20000 remember Peter Falk in the movie uh, The In-Laws. What's the world going to be like when a 12-pack of Budweiser is $1,200? <laughs> Fewer drunks. Well, we had a similar situation. We had a car that was 10 months old, and the radiator went, and they couldn't fix it. And so we kept calling and calling and calling. And they're like, there isn't another new radiator for this car in any warehouse in the United States. Oh, so we God. don't know how long it's going to be. Oh, because, so things are, yeah. because of yeah. COVID? Yep. Well, this was just last year. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. So things are, 
things are expensive. Things have gone up a lot. Well, inflation, right? So mm-hmm. things have gone up, and, and uh, yeah, used cars are worth a lot of money. These well, that's because of the cash for clunkers deal, right? They destroyed all the great yeah, old cars, true. and there's, the parts are almost impossible to that's find now. That's true. You're right. That's a very that's good just point. just too soon. Yeah, yeah. I I have a 77 that I drive, and I did get a, you know, in Arizona and in the Southwest, you have a lot of rocks from trucks and things. Yeah. And it took me a while to get the windshield for it, but I did finally get one. But I will tell you, yep. Zoe, that 1977 Rolls-Royce was a beautiful car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sure was. <laughs> <laughs> She's not telling me. Anything. She's got the gremlin She's version. <laughs> the gremlin version of that. Now, Zoe, I'm, I'm sorry. You must have my car confused with a Maverick grabber. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, really... No, it's a '77 Lincoln Continental oh, Mark V Cartier. That oh, is a gorgeous wow. car. That is Zoe. a rolling tank. You could it take is. like yeah. you could you could go down the highway right now and hit every car on the highway, yes. and yours is going to be fine. <laughs> Theirs true. will be nothing but just plastic. Keep going. Yeah, so you have the seven you have the, miles to a gallon. The clamshell doors. Ten on. miles with a gallon. Ten miles to the gallon. Seven miles to the gallon and a Landau roof. It's beautiful. Oh, I love that car. It's yeah. a gorgeous Gotta car. Gotta watch those Landau roofs it, in that hot uh, oh, okay, one, southwest sun. One kind, final piece of particular. What, what color? You know, it's that mustard yellow gold thing that oh, they loved so much oh, back crazy. then. The saffron yellow from the seventies. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. That. God, what a great it car. It is. I love that car. You got People the suicide like, doors and all that? Suicide beautiful doors. car, beautiful Dude, car. They, I'm like, what about the they, woman driving it? Whoa. Yeah, what about yeah. me? Everybody yeah, exactly. Does. Well, that was a given. <laughs> yeah, that was just a given. Oh, thank you for so, that. So, how about now? Okay, so Mother's Day is coming up uh, this Sunday. You talk about the etiquette part of it. Uh, do people not treat their mothers well on Mother's Day? You have to tell them to use etiquette? <clears throat> Call your mother. Call your mother. I they mean, don't really? I, I think that. I think they see each other on social media, <laughs> but, but you know, <laughs> yeah, if, you're close enough, right. if you're close enough to go visit your mother, go visit your mother, call your mom, you know, once a week, twice a week, like take her out to dinner or lunch or something like she won't be around forever. And then you'll wish you had spent time with her and asked her questions, but to answer yeah, your Andy. <laughs> Oh, Andy got Andy just got punched by his own mother. I'm coming over. What are you making, Mom? Well, we've had a big uh, dynamic shift in the Mother's Day situation because my daughter now now. is a mother. Yeah. And she wants Mother's Day to be all about her. Mm -hmm. And now Uh our son is married and has recently become a mother. So, of course. Wait, your son became a mother? Congratulations. Yes. That's what she said. That's what she said. That's exactly what I said. So now all of a sudden it's like, okay, so I'm getting a Friday and a Saturday, but not Mother's but not, Day. Well, you were doing with me on Mother's Day. What's wrong with that? Hooray. Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, just right, right in the crotch. That's why I gave up Father's Day about five years ago yeah, because exactly. my joy of Father's Day was I got to take all of my kids, including my adult children, out to breakfast that I got to pay for. Yeah, so I'd walk out 300 bucks shy. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, well, I, so things, yeah, things change. So it's always like, well, now it's not all about me because I'm not the only mom in the room. So I, right. so at first I was a little bit PO'd about that. It's like, I'm still the original mom. Mm. Started this whole yeah, well, thing. Yeah. You're the OG mom. Yeah. yeah. Well, the OG mom. You know, in Melissa's point of view, her mom was the original mom and. Dan's mom was his original mom, so well, it's like there's like a thousand mom. moms in the formula now. <laughs> oh her moms. You come be with mother. Yeah, it does. A son's get best friend is always his mother. You know that. Mm-hmm. It does get more complicated the more people that are in the picture. That's yeah, for sure. A lot of, a lot of stuff. Here. But I mean, we're we're gonna iron it all out and all that kind of stuff. But it does get to be, you know, it's like if you had a bunch of divorces and yeah. uh, this and that. And it's like my goodness, you could be spending a week just celebrating Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no question about that. But don't you think, Catherine, the fact that I was so close to my mother is why we have such a good relationship? I'm sure it helps, yes, absolutely. Because yeah. my mother and I got along really, Zoe, very quickly, um, many years, my mother died in 2008, okay? I'm sorry. And mm-hmm. I had to leave town while she was in, in uh, hospice. And I went to her and I said, Mom, I have to leave uh, town for a couple of weeks, unfortunately, but I'll be back. She said, oh, I don't, I don't think that's going to work. And she's holding my hand, right? She's lying in bed, and she's holding my hand. 
And I said, oh, Mom, you know, what are you talking about? She goes, I don't think I'm going to live much longer. I said, well, let's say you don't. Now, you find that because a nice Catholic woman like you, you get to meet God and you get to meet Jesus. But more than anything, Mom, you finally get to meet the Virgin Mary, your favorite deity of them all. You get to meet the Virgin Mary, to which she responded, yeah, well, don't give me that. (laughs) (laughs) I will never forget that. That's the last words my mother ever said to me is, don't give me that. And I never saw her alive again, unfortunately. But, Sweet woman. Oh, oh, God, it was phenomenal. It was a great uh, It was a great moment. But, yeah, Mother's Day was always a very, very big deal because my dad wasn't around. So when the kids would get together, we all, I mean, there were like 15 of us uh, would get together for Mother's Day. And, uh, oh, that's wonderful. Oh, it was a big day. It was a very, very big day, no question. Christmas, Mother's Day, you know, there were a couple of them. You know, Mother, right. Mother's Day was much more important than Easter. I know that. Easter was like... Well, first of all, my mother kept buying those damn chick things, those little yellow peeps. Peeps? No one likes peeps. Oh, God, they're horrible. I know somebody that likes peeps. Who? Lindsay Basham. Really? Does she really? Yeah, I, you know. know. She's trying to back away from that. There were no peeps this year, and I'm very uncomfortable with the changes. in Peeps-flavored ice cream and peeps-flavored creamer for your coffee now. That's what ah. I've heard. Oh, that's a little gift basket for nothing. you. That... Yeah. I don't know about that. I think we just call it sugar, but the sugar. Vanilla. Yellow sugar. I remember yeah. for Mother's Day, I would save up and go get my mom a carton of cool cigarettes. And I could buy them. And they'd oh, be dear. like, you're too young. This is for Mother's Day. All right. Well, <laughs> Take ten mind. bucks and walk away with a carton of yeah, smokes t- for my mom for Mother's Day. Ten bucks for ten packs oh. of cigarettes. Yeah. Think about that. That was back in the day. It was about $100 That's $300. Now. <laughs> yeah, like when is. gas was 25 cents a gallon. Uh, I remember. cigarettes is 300 No, no. It's, but it's expensive. Well, each pack is like <laughs> seven bucks now. Seven now it's ten, I think. Is it? I think it's gone Holy up again. It's like ten bucks for a and pack of cigarettes. And if you're in Manhattan, probably even more than that. Yeah, yeah probably is. Sure. It's probably true. That is probably true. But uh, so, Catherine, what do you want? What, let's talk to Zoe about what you want to do on Mother's Day, and then Zoe can go. Yeah, well, that ain't going to happen. Then we'll just that'll be that. <laughs> no, we've got don't, everything what ironed. Your mom we, yeah, we've yeah. got don't everything on. Yeah, don't give me that, Zoe. We've got everything all ironed out. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, what what are you what are, are your big tips for etiquette on Mother's Day? I love it. Well, you know, if you're going to go out, make reserve make a reservation. Don't go someplace maybe that you know you don't have a relationship with the folks, so you can get good service. Mm-hmm. Maybe consider wearing something other than a t-shirt and a pair of jeans. <laughs> Damn. You know, because <laughs> like up it just you know just up it just a little bit, you know. Um, Maybe a polo shirt, right? You know, something with a collar um, that isn't wrinkled, and and a yeah, and a card or a handwritten letter oh, is always really nice. You know, thanking nice. them for something, and you can ask them, "What would you like to do?" Oh, don't make a fuss. Oh, don't spend any money. They don't really mean that. So, you know, kind of go all out after you ask them what they want to do, then make the decision and make it special. I like it. God, you just gave That's me the, you gave me the greatest memory when I was four years old. We lived in a uh, building in downtown Minneapolis called Spruce Place, and our neighbor was this guy named Tom. He was a gigantic, very muscular man. I think he was like either in the mafia or he was uh, might have worked as a bouncer at a bar or something. He was a gigantic guy, right? Yeah. So he comes home on Mother's Day and he's all excited, and he carries. A washer and a dryer up the stairway by himself. That's how strong he was. That's crazy. Right? So he sets them up in the kitchen. He's got them all set up. And his wife gets home and he goes, look what I got you for Mother's Day. Well, she was a little upset about the washer and dryer. Oh, you gave me more work to do for Mother's Day, right? <laughs> well, I'm out on the fourth floor, the back balcony. This is when they had back balconies on a lot of, a lot of it. That, matter of fact, I think that back balcony is still there. To this day, but I was standing out there. I'm four years old. All of a sudden, I hear this big noise as he's kicking the door open. Here comes Tom, washer in one arm, dryer in the other. Threw him off the fourth floor balcony. Wow, <laughs> that's not good etiquette. Wow. I've had a really calm that's life, though. Have you noticed? Yeah, that was unbelievable. Wow. 
Yeah, she he did. felt very unappreciated, and so, <laughs> and so did she. I yeah. Think, yeah, I think they both felt unappreciated, and it didn't work out too well for Maytag. Yeah, don't get me a mop. <laughs> don't get me. Ooh, Zoe, I'm getting her a mop for Mother's Day. Well, That'd be wonderful. Yeah. The best yeah. Mother's Day gift I ever heard was, uh, and this was the mother of a woman who used to work for us. Her mother received for Mother Day, Mother's Day, a meat grinder, a hand meat grinder. Oh God! Oh for God! For Mother's Day. That's not good. See, that, but my wife's the other side of it. She wants appliances. She loves that stuff. So, like, it's for Mother's Day. If I got her something along those lines, she'd be ecstatic. Yeah, we got a new vacuum for uh, Christmas, and we were super happy about it. Yep. I think it depends Every on who you are. Every woman loves a new vacuum cleaner. Mm-hmm. Every woman loves a new vacuum cleaner. I'll tell you that right <laughs> Look now. Look at Catherine. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every woman likes is that at that point? Is, 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 is that etiquette? <laughs> Every woman likes a new vacuum cleaner. Every woman likes it's a new vacuum cleaner. It's not that etiquette. You know. No, that's true. Yeah. That's very, very true. God, that's Zoe, true. we kept you up. I'm sorry. I just looked. You were supposed to be off by 45. I hope we didn't Uh-oh. keep you too long. I'm sorry about that. Now, now, don't apologize. I always have a great time talking to you all, and it's always fun to laugh with you. So well, we thank you for the invitation, and I hope I helped. You did. Absolutely. Nice, nice to hear from you in 2022. Well, <laughs> come back soon, Zoe. Thank you. I'd love to. You guys all take care of yourselves, all right? And enjoy your Mother's Day, Catherine. Thank you. You too. See you. Zoe okay. Oman, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the OG Etiquette Expert.com. The OG Etiquette Expert, just one word, of course. Dot com is how you get a hold of Yoey, uh, uh, Zoe. Yoey Zoman. <laughs> yeah, Zoe Yeoman. Mother's Day Etiquette, ladies and gentlemen. We'll take a break and be right back for the last segment. Hour two. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common-sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com because life is expensive enough. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. Who's winning this thing? The Kitties, the Pack, the Bears, or the Purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit saberheating.com. Tom here for Continuum Weight and Well-Being. Continuum is here, it's new, and they're doing it differently. There are no meal replacements or foods you're required to purchase. There are no pills or surgeries. They specialize in customizing meal plans for you using all whole, nutritious foods. They don't just focus on weight loss. They are upfront with their pricing. And most importantly, Continuum is designed for long-term success. Schedule a free consultation and find out more today. Go to their website, continuumweightwellbeing.com, or call or text them at 952 952- 491-6527. That's Continuum, C-O-N-T-I-N-U-U-M, ContinuumWeightWellbeing.com. I've learned so much from them, and I know you will too. Continuum Weight and Wellbeing, life beyond weight loss mode. Oh, we're back, and Tom's trotting on over to his I chair. Was, that, was this an appropriate this time a, yeah, really. for filling the drink well, I just cooler, my dear? I wanted you guys to have cold beverages. So anyway, okay. I'm Catherine Brandt, and I am here mo- with Mother's Day anybody, <laughs> everybody. My Mother's Day etiquette. He's I putting on his headphones. Nope, glasses. Glasses headphones. Headphones. All right. <laughs> yeah, all I do is deliver, and I still get barked at. Sure. Not That's fair. how it is. It's not fair, Catherine. So, so do you I'm think saying. that this uh, banning menthol cigarettes is racist? What? Ra- oh, they, some oh, people say it's racist. Yeah. Are, um, mm-hmm. That's what I say. Are, are men- oh, no, this, this is a blanket statement. All humans are stupid. 
Well, they are. There's so is it ageist that when they stop making the candy cigarettes? Because uh, mm. I love those as they're a kid. Still, no, oh, they're yeah. still a thing. I found some. Where? At uh, this weird little oh, yeah. ice cream co- uh, place called Sloan's. Oh, Sloan's down in, yeah, in Florida. Yeah, you can get them in. I think they're also. Well, it's Florida. That's a rogue state anyway. You I can, think Sloan's is in New York. I think you can buy babies at the deli counter in Florida. Absolutely. I know you can get liquor at Walgreens, which the first time I saw that, I was like. You can do that here, too. Yeah, but yeah. I think it's like the three-two beer, right? Oh, well, it's a, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm talking like proper. Yeah, there's three-two beer at Walgreens here. I think so. It's well, a lot of the gas station and, and Walgreens stuff is the three-two, three right? Two, yeah. The near beer. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not near beer. It's got alcohol. Yeah, yeah it's near just, beer has near alcohol. Near beer has alcohol. Yeah, it's oh, like point zero zero one yeah. though, right? Yeah. 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 Oh. Mm-hmm. But this, yeah, the menthol cigarette thing. I don't. Well, of course, they you, call you can give crack pipes to homeless people, but ban menthol cigarettes. Because amazing? because they think that because they're saying that black people smoke them more and they give uh, worse problems, worse health problems you know what I would for do some to, reason. To Harvard and all those Ivy League schools, if I were black, I'd go, "Why don't you get off my side? I don't need your help. Leave me alone." God, seriously, it's so obnoxious that all these Ivy League people think they know. Oh, I know what to do for black people. No, you don't. Get the hell out of the way. How about that? Is that fair? Completely, completely fair. I just—it's just—I know black people. It's that oh God. They do. It's like no, you don't. You know nothing about anything. Like Andy said, the whole world's stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to say. Anyway, Catherine, huh. way to cheer up the crowd by bringing that up. Well, I didn't go there. I the menthol <laughs> cigarettes. So they're actually. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that's racist. I think they're just trying to find ways to make these things that are hurting people less uh, appealing. Appealing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we have people dying of drug overdoses on our streets, like in the hundreds, every single day. And nobody's nobody's doing shit about that. Well, that's illegal. So that's already under that umbrella. So what they're trying to do is is police the things that they do have some kind of power over. But it just seems like we we should be spending resources on things that are... You mean really like uh, putting homes? Hey, that's right. Why are we spending $22 billion to go find out uh, if there's life in the moon of, of Jupiter? Yeah. When yeah, we true. have people living on the street. I agree. You know, why Why we can't feed uh, ourselves, but we're figuring out how to build gardens on Mars. Yeah. We, we can feed ourselves. We feed ourselves yeah, we just fine. No, but I mean around the Be- world. Because, well, but in America, we feed ourselves just fine because right. the number one problem in America is obesity. Mm-hmm. So yeah, is. You know, we feed ourselves just fine. But homelessness is a real thing. And I think your, your point, to, to your point, is that, yeah, well, that money, let's take a little bit of that money, you know, or, or create places where these people can go and be, get three squares, get some, get some water, as much water as they want be protected from the elements but it doesn't have to be on venice beach california right well there's uh, those self-sustaining communities uh, you know if, if the money was put into those instead of billions of dollars and listen i'm all for space i'm all for yeah. i'm not oh, trying to sure you know crap on that but it's the fact that there's just so many you know we've they spent and this was a few years ago they spent like eight million dollars uh on this recess monkey project to figure out why they masturbate when they're frightened why? Because these scientists need grant money and they need an excuse to get well, grant money. Yeah. What we should be spending our money is why are people jacking off on the subway? Mm. That's the subways are sexy places. I cannot find out. So of all hot. places, exactly. Oh. Use what needles is wrong everywhere. With you? Yeah, it's a, yeah. yeah. Well, don't the ambiance is just top notch. Don't you think that starts with protecting our borders from drug dealers? I, I think that would help. Yeah, I think it would help. No, I, no I, unfortunately, I think it's you know you have to do something about the demand. The demand. Well, yeah, is so great. Well, no, how do you do that? Yeah, so do great do that, and how do you do it? Well, they did it in China, and they did it just with. Oh, so you have to become well, a communist country? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you can't. You can't have extrajudicial killings, but that's what they're doing in uh, the yeah. Philippines. That's what they did in China. Yeah, yeah is that that you know. For the drug dealers or no, the users? For the users. Oh, my. oh wow. yeah, the Philippines. Yeah, it's. Uh, that seems a little harsh. You have to weigh uh, how much you want to. be get high versus how much you want to not have a bunch of soldiers shoot you in the head well there's there's generally people pick the second one i mean what's amazing to me is this country with all of our resources and so many people in government and what they do is okay we need to help homeless people we need to build um sustainable blah 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 housing 
then they make it so hard for any developer to go in and make it because they have to have 50,000 permits. They make the building codes higher than a regular housing, so everything costs 15 times more. Right. How's the state going to get money if they don't then have to they, charge and, you for yeah, 20 permits? And then they're giving the, all the contracts to their buddies, so then all mm -hmm. of a sudden everybody's pissed off about all of this stuff, and then nothing happens at all. So I they just, earmark all this money, and then nothing ever happens. It's also so naive to think that the reason there are homeless people is because there's not enough homes. Because there's plenty of homes. The problem is that they the have price. drug the issues, mental illness right. issues. Yes. And They're not homeless because it's like, oh, I can't find any houses. Yeah. I think some I'm just going to sleep on the street. Some people are. Not, not many. But some people are. Yeah, but not many. Yeah. It's yeah, almost all drugs and mental illness. And, and, and it's a lifestyle of choice. That too. Realize there's it an is, appeal. Yeah. To Some people be, don't want to if have a you, house. If you, if you don't mind a simple life, being homeless, mm -hmm. living in a tent, if you, if you don't mind those sort of things in, in the food, you get plenty. You, get, you eat fine. There's free meals. You get medical, reasonable medical care and things like that. There is nothing better than absolute freedom because you yeah. have no responsibilities. Zero, none. Yeah, there's a guy that we pass when we're down in West Palm Beach all the time, and a friend of ours spent a lot of time talking to him, and he hasn't had a job in over 30-some-odd years. He's a white guy. What he did, he's got a boat. Somebody gave him a little sailboat, and with maritime rules, you can just park your boat anywhere you want. With You have to be out of the shipping lanes. Otherwise, yeah. you can just moor it anywhere. With an anchor, you don't have to have a slip. You don't have to pay for a no. slip. Um, that's his residence. He says he gets, I don't remember, but a, a good amount of money from the government every month. He gets food stamps. He goes to the doctor, and they treat him like royalty. And he's a very happy guy. He rides his bike around and lives on his boat. And, and he, he begs a little bit, has a little side hustle, I don't, extra he, I don't think this guy ever begs I think, because no, he, he's... I'm sure he doesn't need to. No, he's, he's got... So that's my point. Is he, he, he's, accepted, he's accepted this simple yeah, lifestyle this is what he and he's made it as a choice. Now, and, and, is he normal? Like, no. <clears throat> he stands there t pretending he's talking on a cell phone a lot of times. Oh, you know, all that guy. There you go, mental illness. Yeah. I mean, he's not, he's not okay. So... But this is what he does. And I'm like, is that, I mean, he's not really a threat to anybody. Uh, and nor a danger to himself. I don't think yeah. he's a danger to himself. Like he's, he's done it for 30 years. He's, he's got, just he's got, yeah, he's had this all figured out. He hasn't had a job in a, in a very long time. The government just completely takes care of him. Well, Why not? The in, government doesn't. In the these, taxpayer does. Well, yeah, exactly. In these areas, like when they yes. were having all the problems in Detroit, where people just left their houses in droves, and they were selling houses for like 100 bucks just to get people to move back in. And mm -hmm. why not just take those areas? that are overrun and turned into drug dens and everything, why not just turn them over to military vets to let them, these homeless military vets, mm -hmm. take over the home, protect their home, you know, clear out the area as well. I think that would give them pride in their in their area, pride in a home, pride in every, and they'd, they'd flush out the bad element. Well, once again, if they're, if they're willing to be a homeowner and aren't on the streets because of drugs. Yeah, and a lot of these homes have issues like Broken windows; those are expensive. You know, the HVAC doesn't work. Yeah, that they'd sort have of to thing. help them out. With some, some of these homes of... are worse than being well, homeless. Well, now they are. When now, they were, well, when yeah. they were first abandoned, they weren't. And no, now right. they but now they've been sitting there for twenty years. Mm. Yeah, they're they're biohazards. There's bugs living in them, animals living in them. All you you basically have to burn it down, build a new one. You couldn't live there. But I was talking when they when this was first starting up and there was all this problem. You could have taken back those communities. You could have and given somebody yeah. a, a value to their life and given them a home. Sometimes that is what people do need is they need that step up again to feel like they've got control of something in their life. And I agree to a degree, Ralph, that people make these decisions. Sometimes it's thrust on people and they don't know how. You know, they come back from serving the, the, yeah, yeah. the government. They come back, they've lost everything because they barely made enough money. Or they, You know, there's a lot of vets out there that busted their ass for our yeah, country oh, yeah. that get shit on. Period. And mm -hmm. there's people from all different walks of life. And I don't think the vet's idea were to come back and have nothing for them when they got back. Yeah, well, there's no reason for, for us not to have housing for them. Right. I mean, they, 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 and one of the most beautiful places in the United States, most prosperous places in the United States, has a veteran's home. That's in Yonville, California, in the middle of the Napa Valley. 
up on the hill. It is one of the most beautiful places. There's no reason why that couldn't well, be used or that couldn't be expanded. The state I mean, of Minnesota has all kinds of veterans' homes, but they're all, you know, pretty old, pretty yucky. Um, nobody well, really th- wants these to are live a- there. Th- the, some young people that come back, able-bodied. Now, they may so the, the issue, they may have PTSD. There's some other issues, that, but they can get care. They can get housing. Now, care's and tough at the VAs are tough for a lot of these yeah, events. Well, this, it's time not to have it. That right, way. exactly. That's Let's nice. sink the money into that instead there of some of the go. nonsense where, you know, masturbating monkeys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't need to know yeah, about that exactly. anymore. <laughs> I know. Who's, get away from who's me. Who's making these laws? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I know it sounds all weird and bitter. I just, like I said, I, I love the idea of space exploration, but I just look at the fact that we've got all of these yeah. things that are going to go on, and I look at the fact that, that these rich guys are building spaceships to take you up to the brink of space, right. and you spend two, you know, 20 grand for this 15-minute flight down and come down, and I think, man, the amount of money that we're just shitting away that could go to help a lot of people. Well, the real problem isn't that we don't have enough money. We're spending tons of money. We're just spending it poorly, right. and it's a lot of it is going to waste, corruption, nepotism, that sort of thing. Yeah, agreed. That isn't that amazing. I mean, the whole deal. Please give me my Prozac. <laughs> I know. Let's bring up something positive, Joe. <laughs> Let's bring up lights. No, I know. I, it, it, it gets very, very difficult. I was just talking to a lot of people about this i am having a re- i have to watch the news because it's part of my job but i'm having a harder time every day doing it my god i don't care who you tune in and now I, wgn is trying to do a middling because you got your fox on the right and you got your cnn's and all those other ones on the left mm-hmm. so wgn decided they were going to be a centrist news oh, channel that's a good idea except they're now they lie on both sides now they're lying for the Democrats and the Republicans. Oh, it just doesn't work. News, all people, news people do now is lie. That's all the, they do. That news, uh, yeah, that lady on that was from Minnesota, right? She's she's running that. Oh, Liz uh, Collin. Uh, mm-hmm. You're right. Terrific. There's a place to get your news. Yeah, use I that agree. for the show. Yeah. I couldn't agree yeah. more. Yeah, I was just thinking. I was right. thinking about that. She got fired because she's married to Bob Kroll, an, the ex <clears throat> chief of police. Right? He wasn't the chief of police. He was the head of the police union. Police union. Okay. Yep. That is the most sexist thing. It's like she's a woman who's married to a guy who you hate, so she has to go. What reason How, can't she her have for... her own strong opinions? What? Can't she make you know differentiate between what her husband thinks Catherine. and what she thinks? Next, she's going to want the vote. Right? <laughs> yeah. Way yeah. to go! Catherine. I was just like, that yeah. sounds like a huge lawsuit. To me. Wasn't that what they were saying about uh, the? latest not the latest justice but the previous one amy coney barrett or whatever her name yeah. was amy, oh yeah she was she like was... married to a she's married to like a priest or some shit i don't, I don't know. think she's married to a priest well but... you know no something like that and everyone was all mad because oh, she's just going to do what her husband tells her to do and that sort of thing yeah exactly oh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's something like Well, I'm sure they let her go for different reasons. They're not going to say, well, well we no, can't have you because your, your husband reason. was right. a, it's not a police deal. We got rid of you. Right. They'll get rid of her because they... Because he's a religious man. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the, the uh, Liz. Oh, yeah, right. well, he's a policeman. I mean, right. it, it's just bizarre that yeah, the women would be treated like that. And women would tolerate that. And women's groups would tolerate that. I mean, this is the 21st century. This isn't the 50s, 60s. I know, you know but if you're not wearing the same, if you're if you're wearing a mini skirt instead of a poodle skirt, then you're out. You know, that's how it works with I women. I suppose that is mm-hmm. true. As long as you are using isms to make them happy, then they're okay. Yes. Well, you know, just yesterday I found out, and I'm not going to identify the person because no reason to. Doug Sprinthal. The way, yes, exactly. <laughs> it wasn't Doug actually. Uh, the way people think now, just it's i'm befuddled i really am because this person was talking about you know i brought up the fact that walter mondale that tom brokaw invited Catherine and me to dinner one night and uh there were other people there and the, the two seats next to Catherine were empty and i said well what's that all about and tom because I, I was sitting next to don brokaw and then Catherine was next to me and then there was two empty seats and i said what that what's that all about <clears throat> and one of the hosts said oh that was Walter Mondale and his wife's seat. They found out you were here, so they wouldn't come. Me. Because I was there, they wouldn't come, right? That's a, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that, that happens all, all the time. I'm talking to my friend. Uh, Bob Curl's a friend of mine. My friend 
was invited to a dinner with Bob Crow and wouldn't go because Bob Crow was there. I don't get that. Whether it's Walter Mondale or Bob Crow, I'll go to dinner with Walter Mondale and Bob Crow. What the hell do I care? Yeah, if I had to avoid paranormal events because there are people there I don't like, I'd yeah. never leave my damn <laughs> house, right? Like yeah, just, I just learned that you got to get along. You can be polite and, well, and courtesy and just have not to have get them along better in your circle. And the road to enlightenment is to be able to interact with people that don't think like you. Yeah, right. I agree. A lot of people can't, though. And you you have to see that. You have to be challenged. You have to reflect on your beliefs all the time. And if someone can say, hey, you're an idiot, you say, well, maybe I am an idiot. Maybe this is, I'm yeah, not thinking right on go. this yeah. sort of stuff. And you hear something, and your position might change. might not change. It might become um, more firm or solidified in your head because, you know, you are right. Or you think you're right. You know, it's... So turning yourself away from not going to something to be, that makes no sense. Because no, you makes grow no sense to me. by learning and in, in, in discussion, in adult discussion. What, were you going to yell at somebody? When was the last time you yelled at somebody at dinner when you were trying to interact with them and learn something? Oh, I know. No, you're absolutely like right never? I get accused of being of terrifying people all the time that I've never even met. So I don't know how the hell I could do that, but uh, apparently they're terrified of me, and I've never even met them. Well, we've told, you know, Cassie has some family members that like to stir the pot. And, and I said, you know, he's welcome to come over and have dinner with us, but just tell him to shut up. And we're not talking politics. We're not talking religion. Well, that's his stance. I don't, then my stance is he's not welcome here. Only yeah, because, not because either. of me, it's because he's going to stir everybody else up. And if, you know, so I understand you making the choice just not to invite somebody because they're going to be an incendiary, you know, kind of problem. But the fact is, some people just want to be heard so much they don't care about courtesy. Right. Yeah, they don't true. care about it's. But but I've got a point that's important, and and you should hear it. And you go, oh okay. So anyway, Catherine, what did you think? Well, but but you know, and then they keep coming at you. Well, I've heard your point. Let's move on. Let's talk about something. Right. And they want to just keep hammering. That's the same thing. Yeah. Oh, but every family's oh. got somebody like. Oh sure. No, yeah. Every. Catherine <laughs> <laughs> goes, oh yeah. My family, honest God, between the seven of us, I think we're at all seven layers of politics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, holy Christ! We don't agree on anything. Is that something? I find wow. that a great tactic is to. Be good at disengaging and giving off an air of apathy. I like it. Because then people won't <laughs> even bother. Yep. They're Absolutely. just like, oh, he doesn't care. So I, I just agree with everybody. I can see your point. <laughs> yes, you're, you're absolutely all right. right. That's something to think about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Interesting. Then they're not. You're not challenging their belief, right. which is what they're looking for. And what I do, or I yeah. go walk the dog, or I just go look at. <laughs> I look at them and say, you know, I'm sorry. I have no further prepared conversation for you. <laughs> no teleprompter? I have no further prepared conversation. I'm sorry. I, I'll be speaking to someone else. Remember what Dennis Miller said to the guy that was hazing him at the uh, Kravis Center? No. Remember that, Andy? Mm-hmm. Dennis Miller's on stage, and this guy just would not shut up. Anymore. There's 5,000 people in there. And this guy keeps chirping at Dennis Miller, and Miller just ignoring him, ignoring him. The guy will not shut up. Finally, Dennis Miller looks down at the dais and says, Sir, I must inform you, I'm absolutely incapable of human interaction. <laughs> what a great line. It was brilliant. That's good. I'll remember Even that, too. He's got 5,000 people watching him. Uh, no, I mean... It's not the, interaction, though. That's well, monologuing. That is monologuing. It's I just, guess you that's suck, true. You suck, you suck, you suck. Well, that was brought up to me the other day, too, that this, uh, this friend of mine was, was, I guess, bedazzled by the fact that... that some people literally hate me. They do. He said, why would they hate you? I said, you have to understand something. If you're going to be loved, you're also going to be hated. That's yes, just the absolutely. way it is. And it's nothing you did. It's just, oh, you love them, then I hate them. That's it got nothing to do with me at all. And by the way, if you don't have anybody hating you, you're not very popular. Yeah, I, I think that social media has, has no. definitely opened our eyes oh, to the fact that oh, yeah. everything is about 50-50. Yep. Yep, that's it the is. dichotomy of the 21st century. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's okay to be hated, right? I've, I've, I've said, is, when, yeah, I, sure. when I started doing the TV shows and I've got friends in the shows, I said, don't read the blogs or the bulletin boards. No, they're going to shred you. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, but I want to know. I go, here's the thing. Yeah. Pray to God they're still writing about you. Yeah. Because the haters right. are what's going to keep you on the air. The haters are the ones tuning that's in to right. talk to everybody about what an asshole you are. <laughs> yep. And it's true. The more yeah. hatred you get. And that's yep. the Holzer Files. We had a great base. We had nobody bitching about our show because we took it from a, a more adult level mm-hmm. than a lot of the shows that are out there. 
we made it two seasons. But if you're screaming, yelling, and being possessed, you get to go 15, 20, 25 seasons. Yeah. And I'm not beating them yeah. up, but it's, you know, there's an, but people oh, hate. True. Oh, that guy's such a moron. And did you see last week? They never miss because they want to hate. So it's right. kind of, you know, it's That's a funny, true. funny place to be. So you can hate me all you want, just as long as you're listening. I don't care. Well, no, no such thing as bad press. Yeah, people seek out serotonin in a variety of ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, isn't that amazing? It just makes them feel better, doesn't it? That's right. And I think, and I, more I've thought about this, I think it's just all serotonin. Some people get serotonin from hating. Some people get it from loving. Some people yeah, get it from music. True. Some people get it from yeah. a variety of ways. And you seek out the things that give you the most serotonin. Boom. Well, they said a lot of these political views now, particularly the woke ones, are coming from us sitting at home for two and a half years drinking alcohol every day. They said alcohol has a lot to do with this. Well, even if it wasn't, there's just been such a high level of depression and anxiety that, you know, that wears out your, what's the chemical level? I think it's serotonin because if you look look at the medications, you look at the medications that help you with that, like Zoloft, uh, Prozac, those are all serotonin reuptake inhibitors Mm -hmm. that increase the serotonin in your brain. And you take ecstasy because it releases serotonin in your brain. It feels good. I take it to masturbate in subways. <laughs> Boy, look Good at the news. time. Good news I, that's called man. a callback. Would you raise this monkey on your shoulder? That's right. Okay. The timing of it worked out perfectly. That's why they call me the closer. That is the whole deal. Do you think, we'll close with this. Do you guys think we're going to get on the other side of this abject hatred of one another that's going on right now? Or is that never going to go away? Sure. We're going to find a common enemy. Rush or somebody, way. and that's what's going to bring everybody together again. God, I hope so. As soon as, as soon as there's a common enemy, with which is either going to be from the space, the sea, or Russia at this point, then once we're all Americans again, or, or the world again, and, and in that place, there's you know they need we need a shakeup. Well, I mean, yeah, if you think about it, the uh, race relations were probably never better in this country than between the years of like 2000 and 2010, and that's because we were all focusing on hating Al Qaeda. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. much true. Of course, if you were anybody from the Muslim yeah, faith well, living in America, you might have a different opinion yeah, on that. But yeah, you're right for the. But there were people around the world the that majority. were Americans at that point, right? There mm-hmm. were countries standing up with us when we got yeah. attacked. So it's yeah. it's sad that you need that. But that's what Gorbachev and Reagan were talking about all those years ago. Yep. That we, you know, we've got to be prepared because when the big enemy comes, if it's from space or wherever, you know, we're all going to be one. Then at that point, we have to be. Ready for that. All right, I'm still pissed off at Gorbachev when he came here on June 4th several years ago and it was 45 degrees on June 4th. Oh, like, Gorbachev, get the hell out of here. You brought your lame ass Siberian weather with you. These are the grudges you carry, honey. Yeah, they are. That's what I got. All right, boy, look at the time. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.